Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today I'm here with Miss Tracy Cloud. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Uh, wonderful. It's a bright, sunny day here in Florida, a little hot, as usual. How, how's the weather in Tennessee? Yeah, it's beautiful. It's in the 80s, sunny, a um, little pollinated, but it's it's good. I'll take it. I'm a summer person, so I will take the nice weather. Beautiful. It's good to hear. I know a few weeks ago we were talking about, oh, we're having beautiful weather. And the next day I talked to someone and it was like, you know, they were having like this, uh, I don't say nor'easter because you're not obviously in the Northeast, but this wet winter weather all over again and like below 40 or something. And yeah, I'm once it hits April, I'm like, my patience for cold is completely gone. So if there's a cold snap, I'm like, okay, come on, let's move on out. <laughs> so it's May now. So we should be in the clear, hopefully. Oh, perfect. Oh, so we love to start off with the most difficult question. Who is Tracy Cloud? That's a big question. That's a good opener. Um, <laughs> I am many things. I'm a, a singer songwriter from Tennessee originally and uh, East Tennessee. So I'm in Chattanooga now. I moved here for college and then I settled here. I'm a mother of one human daughter um, and three cat children. I'm a wife. I've been married for 25 years and um, I just recently became an empty nester. She started college and she's pretty much flown the coop. So yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying that phase of my life right now. Sounds like an exciting phase for sure. You still have the cat children though. They don't, they never leave. And they're all young. They're one's almost grown and then the other two are under four so yeah it's it's very active here with the felines <laughs> oh wonderful so tell us how did you get started in music I have been musical my whole life um I don't even really remember not being able to sing or singing publicly I know my mother used to talk about standing me up in the church and I would sing little songs and, you know, then I was always in choir and, and even band. I played the flute. I did a, a semester of marching band in high school. And then I did choir. I was always in musical theater. I started writing songs when I was, I guess, about 16. Um, so I, I've written, you know, for a long time and, um, you know, just, just really enjoy that whole songwriting process. Um, you know, music is just everything. It's, it's my passion. So yeah, my whole life I've been musical. Wonderful. I know today I was listening to your recent release that released in January, 2022 figment. You want to tell us a little bit about that. And I know all of the songs are your babies, but are there a couple that are more special or that you'd like to talk about with the writing process or anything? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, Figments um, has been, I think the the title is, you know, it's bits and pieces of, you know, different genres of music, um, different things just kind of floating around in my head. Um, yeah, you know, they are my babies. I'm, I'm kind of partial, you know, to, to most of them. They're all so personal and 
um, just had, you know, such a wonderful journey working on that, had wonderful producers, amazing musicians that worked with me. And um, I think some of the standout tracks, um, I know Cowboy Come Home is kind of a favorite of a lot of people, you know, even though it's, you know, I'm not necessarily a, a country artist, but I definitely love country music and I've always listened to it. I grew up obviously in East Tennessee. There's a lot of country music here. So that's one that, you know, I'm really proud of that one. Uh, Heart Made of Stone. Um, that's another one that um, people seem to really like that one. I get a lot of really good feedback on that one as well. Um, yeah, I mean, they're they're all very special to me. Uh, I've really just so enjoyed working on this album project. And so your writing process, do you take a lot from personal or do you take a lot from like storytelling or kind of mix the combo of both? That's an awesome question. Um, you know, some t- it, it kind of just, uh, I like to think about the muses because sometimes things just kind of come out of nowhere. And then I think there's always a nugget of truth. You know, there's, there's always um, the personal aspect, even if you're telling a story, you're going to insert yourself into that story because it, it helps, you know, bring that emotion, bring that um, come to life. It it makes it come to life when it's more personal or, you know, or it could be about someone in your life or maybe that was in your life or even just something, you know, an idea is something that you see on television, you know, it's something that just pops in. So yeah, my writing process is usually, I might be, you know, in the shower and something will just pop in my head and, and then it turns into a song. Um, and then I have notebook after notebook after notebook of snippets and ideas. And, you know, so it's kind of a, just a continuous process for me, actually. Oh, I love that. And I love how you say about inserting yourself. And, and I think just makes it, it's, it's believable. It's that, you know, you want to, you want to feel that like if, if that's your story as well, you know, there's always something relatable in the song. So being that you can convey that in the related emotion, it just, it, it does bring that personal, personal connection with the, that other person that may be, oh, wow, I've experienced this. That just made my day or, or, you know, that made me happier. Yeah. That's really a sad song, but it just, it gave me this positive outlook because, you know, I'm not the only person or things like that, I think. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's what it's all about. I mean, you know, when you listen to music um, from other artists that it obviously influences you, I mean, that's another thing about the album It's you know, kind of, um, sort of an homage, you know, to all of the wonderful music that has shaped my life. And, you know, it does, um, music heals, music brings joy. It helps you with grief. It, it just captures, you know, moments of, of your human experience. So I think that's, um, just such an important part of being a human is being able to experience music. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more on that. Who are some of the women that have inspired you to do music? Wow. I think that could be a whole other interview. Um, (laughs) Gosh, you know, um, I would say I'll I'll break it up. Okay. So early childhood, I'm thinking like Olivia Newton-John was really popular and and beautiful and magical. So she definitely was an early influence. Um, Irene Cara with, you know, Flashdance. That was, you know, kind of when I was a really little kid that was out. Pat Benatar, um, Linda Ronstant, Stevie Nicks, for sure. Um, and even, you know, Joan Jett, probably teenage college years. Um, gosh, that list is long. Um, Madonna um, in the younger years, um, Indigo Girls, Natalie Merchant, Emily Lou Harris, Tori Amos. 
Sarah McLaughlin, Joni Mitchell, for sure. Yeah, Joni Mitchell, huge influence. Um, now, kind of all of the above. Um, I like, you know, there's a lot of great indie music out there. You know, I, being an indie artist, you know, it's nice to, to check out some of what people are doing that are not commercial. Um, right now, I've been kind of tapping into a lot of more uh, male influence because a lot of my favorite bands are are male energy. But um, yeah, definitely lots of lots of women um, have definitely shaped my my musical influence for sure. Who are some of the male bands that you really like right now? Wow. Well, I always like the the, the classics. I like Led Zeppelin a lot, um, The Grateful Dead, um, Pearl Jam. Pink Floyd, um, gosh, I mean, I, I could I could go on and on. You know, there's just so there's so many influences. So. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know that's one thing about music is you know music can be timeless. You know, I remember growing up. Now, obviously, I'm a child of the '80s, so I will I will admit my age, and uh, I remember having little 45 records that were my parents and my first record player. And listening to all these songs from the 60s. And I didn't know that no one else was listening to this. I thought this was the greatest music in the world. You know, so it's very nice how music can be timeless, especially when you're a kid and you just start picking up all this music around you. It's just really cool to see. And, and you, you're, you're just the influences and the different bands you named and just they're all awesome. Can't. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I've got to mention the Beatles, too. I mean, the Beatles are just, you know, probably the greatest cultural phenomenon ever. So <laughs> Can't can't leave the interview without talking about the Beatles. I mean, yeah, you're right. You know, there's just so many, so many great options out there for, you know, even, you know, classical music. You know, there's there's a whole other world of that that just, you know, that just kind of blows my mind as a as an art form. So, yeah, so 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 much music, so little time. Right. Right. So if you were going to do a Beatles cover ever on an album, do you have one song that you would be like, I have to do that Beatles song on that cover album? Wow. Yeah. I, I think without hesitation, I'd probably say don't let me down because that's just, I love that song. John's voice is just so just grabs me. Just, I love that one. Yeah. I'd probably t- cover that one. That's a great one. So I know we've asked a lot of questions, but would you like to get to the 20 crazy questions? Yes. Yes. Bring it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's typically no right or wrong answer. And I promise not to give us a rest on any of these answers. <laughs> What was the last thing you read? The last thing I just finished reading over the weekend um, is a book written by one of my producers, Steve Babb. It's called Scalagram in the Veils of Pagarna. It's a sword and sorcery book. It's a great read. Just finished. It was kept me on the edge of my seat. So great book. Perfect. Great. Everyone for your reading list. Add that to it. Yes. Yeah. Add it. To it. It's, it's, he's a, I mean, he's an amazing musician, amazing um, creative spirit and his book was fabulous so yeah hypothetically if i came to you and said i need to hide a dead body do you know a good place (laughs) i'm so glad i got this question not that i would you know but so yeah i i think you know i grew up in the the hollers of east tennessee so yeah for sure i could i could if the occasion ever arose i could definitely hide something where you would never find it yeah Okay, perfect. We're good. <laughs> we won't tell anyone where. Yes, exactly. My oh. secret. <laughs> What's the best concert or the top two best concerts you've ever been to? 
Well, well, Grateful Dead for sure. I mean, I, I'm so just amazed that I got to experience the tail end of that. I saw them several times, so they would be number one. Probably number two would be Taylor Swift. She, my daughter's a big Swifty, and she puts on just a phenomenal concert. It's very expensive, but just great. Yeah. I mean, when worth it, it's worth it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. She, we treated her as a reward for good grades and it was, we were just on our feet and yeah, it was, it was amazing. I'm sure that's probably her favorite concert ever, right? (laughs) Oh yeah. Yes. It's like one of the best days of her whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's awesome. (laughs) What's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery? Well, I think the first thing I would do is I would immediately become a full-time singer songwriter. And um, that would be number one. Number two, I would pay off my house. I'd probably, um, I have an an aunt who could probably use some financial help. I would help her. um, And I'd probably uh, give some money to cat rescue for sure. Cause I'm a cat person. Those are great goals. Very realistic. I think most of us think realistic when it comes to that. (laughs) Uh, Tell us something that's on your bucket list. Wow. I have several. Um, well, I'm a travel buff. I love travel. Um, definitely Ireland. I, I was all set to go before the pandemic and um, had the money, had the trip plan, and then I was not able to go. So Ireland's a big one. Um, Liverpool is actually one that I'm hoping to get to do later in the fall. Um, my 25th wedding anniversary was last summer. Couldn't travel. So we're keeping our fingers crossed because that's my husband's number one. So Ireland probably is is the one I want to hit next. Yeah. That, that would be a really high on my bucket list for sure. Wonderful. You'll have to definitely uh, FaceTime me or whatever. And uh, so we can uh, get some travel in there. That's we love traveling too. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it just enriches you so much. It makes you just grow so much as a person. Yeah. It does. And it's so great to see different areas. I mean, there's nothing like, and you can tell from the Eastern U.S. to the Western U.S., even just the differences in personalities and, and it depends on where too, like the, you know, Pacific Northwest is so literally laid back and relaxed in most ways where you would think other areas were and they're not. And it's like, wow, okay. You know, it's just, it's so cool to see the different little towns and everything and just the cultures. So Yeah, it's, it's just so, and the, you know, the, the food, the culture, the music, <laughs> yeah. the scene. Yes. Love it. I'm such a travel buff. I wish I could yeah. do it more, which yeah, be nice. If I won that lottery, then I could Lottery. travel as much as I wanted to. <laughs> oh, tell us, what job would you be terrible at? Oh, that's an easy one. Um, waiting tables. I was really terrible at it um, a couple of times in my younger years. And yes, people that can do that are amazing. I, I'm really terrible at that. So that would be my number one. Probably housekeeper would be too, because I'm the messy one of the family. Um, my husband's the housekeeper, not me. So. Oh, wonderful. I love those little <laughs> behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Facts you may not have wanted to know about me, but yes, I'm messy. <laughs> it's organized clutter. I tell you organized clutter, like yeah. Einstein. You have the piles of organized clutter. Right. Hey, I, I always say I have other gifts. I'm like, that's just not my forte. So we all have <laughs> things that we're good at. And that's not one of right? them for me. <laughs> I totally get it. Oh, tell us what's your game plan for zombie apocalypse? Wow. Um, I think there is no plan because 
my husband and daughter are really loud. Like I can kind of blend in and be quiet and camouflage myself behind a tree here, but they're loud. Like they're going to be drawing attention. We're going to get eaten. So no, there's no plan. No. <laughs> oh, what albums or artists should we listen to before we die? Wow. Um, yeah, that's another good one. So other than Tracy cloud and glass hammer, um, yeah, probably, um, for sure the Beatles, their whole catalog. Um, I, I can't imagine that anyone has not heard, you know, most or all of their music, but the Beatles, um, Led Zeppelin, Tori Amos, Indigo Girls. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Those, those would probably be in the top of my choices. I definitely would agree with that too. Cool. Who would play you in a movie about your life? <laughs> I've actually thought about this one before. Um, you know, that's kind of hard. I, I, I think it would be somebody kind of off the wall, like maybe like Rebel Wilson or somebody like that. Cause she's, she's kind of, we seem to have a similar sense of humor, at least her persona on, on camera and she can sing. So maybe somebody like that. Um, yeah. Or yeah, she'd probably be a good one to play me. I would say. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. Okay. So where's Waldo? Hmm. Where isn't Waldo? Um, he's gosh, he's everywhere. He's like at the beach. He's at the circus. He's, um, in Hollywood. So yeah, he's, he's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Uh, so we know that the cleaning is not your forte. Now, what about cooking? Would you rather cook or order in? Oh, cook for sure. If, if there's someone to help me clean up because I'm messy and I leave, um, my husband always complains that I get salt everywhere, like all over, you know, when I'm doing the salt. So I get salt everywhere. Um, but yes, I love to cook and I, I think I'm a pretty good cook. I'm not a great baker, but I really enjoy it. It's, it's therapeutic. It's, it's almost like songwriting. It's like, especially making recipes from scratch and you know, you're, um, pinch of this, pinch of that, you know, that, yeah, it's, it's therapeutic to me. So I do like to cook. Well, we have that in common too. I'm also considered a messy cook. Cause I have, if it can explode, it will explode somehow out of the pot. I swear. I'm like, and I have the lid on too and something's coming out, but it still tastes good. Wow. So. <laughs> it's like you open it and it goes yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Like it goes no, everywhere. I'm, totally I'm like, how'd that happen? I'm saving it on boil. It's like on warm, you know, like one, whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Glad I'm not alone. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. Cause that makes me feel better. I always feel like, gosh, is there something wrong with me? <laughs> you know? No, we're going to have to start like the messy cook club or something. Cause yeah. <laughs> New blog for you. We'll, 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 we'll make some recipes or something. Right? Yes. This is how real recipes work. And then something boils over and you're like, okay, wait, hold on. Let me turn that off. And let's keep the lots of towels. Cooking and, shows. Yes. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Oh, do you sing in the shower? I perform in the shower. Yeah, no, I, I love the shower. I'm, I'm always, I'm always singing in the shower um, or the car or yeah. Cause I can kind of, the acoustics are good. I've got a, like a soaker kind of tub so I can kind of lay back in the tub and yeah, more of a tub person, but I, I also sing in the shower as well. Soaker tubs are great. Boots or heels? Um, heeled boots for sure, but not stiletto because I'm also clumsy. So 
but yes, like platform, like kiss kind of boots, you know, those, those kind of, or, you know, even cowboy boots, with the chunky heel would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Boots for sure. What's the best thing since sliced bread? Hmm. Um, probably the smartphone. I would say mm-hmm. the smartphone. That's yeah. I mean, who can, who can live without that? I mean, it connects us all. It's kind of a evil, a lesser evil, but yeah, it, definitely smartphones and cats for sure. I mean, cats are like life to me. I just love them. I'm obsessed with them. So, yep. <laughs> Great answers. And I love the, the smartphone because, you know, in this day and age, you're right. I mean, I can't like going back to before we had smartphones and internet accessible everywhere, you know, I'm thinking, what did I do when I had a question? I had to go find an encyclopedia. You know, someone's like, what's an encyclopedia? I'm like, oh. okay. An encyclopedia, let me explain this to you. People way below my generation here. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I remember, I, you know, we definitely had a set of encyclopedias, yeah. you know, growing up. Mm-hmm. But yes, I mean, it's amazing to have, you know, um, live in this time where we have this technology at our fingertips and it connects us all. And it makes, you know, I mean, as a musician, for sure, you know, it, it opens up a whole world, you know, that you just would not, didn't have before the first time around when I released an album that, you know, it was that none of that existed. Smartphones did not exist. So yeah, I, I definitely would pick a smartphone. That's got to be the greatest thing ever in this time for sure. Absolutely about music. I mean, I, even with the pandemic, I think it brought out more indie artists that we got to learn, of, you know, find out and learn of and meet people that were connected to them as well. Because I mean, if you're not, I hate to say this, if you're not in, at least in songwriting, singing, something in that kind of realm of it, you really don't know the indie artists as much unless you follow one of them. And then you're like, oh my God, that one says to follow this one. And this one says to follow that one. But yeah, that, that discovery is right there at your fingertips now. It's, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It, it's, it's really just, uh, it's such a great time to be alive. You know, the technology is just, just, and I'm, I'm a nerd anyway, but yeah, I never thought that we would be carrying around these powerful computers, you know, in our pockets. I mean, it's amazing. It is. Do you have any guilty pleasure music? If so, what is it? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I have two. So um, probably musical theater, show tunes. I can definitely bust out some Phantom of the Opera. And I kind of have that whole like choir. I have that whole range that I don't get to yeah. sing in much, but I can definitely bust that out. Um, probably 80s hair band metal would be another one. <laughs> I'd love some rat and poison and cinderella and yeah all that yeah bring that i like that (laughs) well it's all great if you could be any person or a position like an accountant a ceo whatever a doctor maybe what what person or position would you want to be for the day and why well um well if it was someone from the past i'd probably want to be maybe john lennon because I'd like to be inside his mind and just experience that. That would be amazing. If it was somebody today, um, I'd probably choose somebody like Stevie Nicks because she's just phenomenal. Um, yeah, or maybe Tori Amos, just to be able to have that command of that instrument. She's just such an amazing, just brilliant player. So, yeah, yeah, I'd probably choose them. Beautiful choices. Are you good at keeping secrets? Yes, I can take a secret to my grave if necessary. 
Yeah. Okay, and, but I'm going to tell you on here. Yeah, don't, we'll, we'll have another meeting at sidebar. Yeah, no, I, I can, I used to work as an, as an administrative assistant years ago and you have to keep a lot of secrets. You know, you have a lot of confidential information and that's the one thing, you know, you just, you don't betray secrets. So yes, I can for sure keep a secret. Beautiful. At what age do you feel that you became an adult? Yeah, I would say probably in college, I was um, fortunate enough. I lived in the dorm and then I moved into my own apartment and lived alone. And I think that was probably the best thing ever because, you know, I got to live alone for a few years and take care of myself and, you know, learn how to cook and, you know, do all that stuff, adulting. So, yeah, probably um, in college. Do you have any words of wisdom you live by? If so, what are they? Mm. I think those have probably changed over the years. I would say now I try to not sweat the small stuff as much. Um, I try to keep the stress low and there are things that matter and there are things that do not matter. And I I think it's, it's really important to have a a perspective that, um, yep. Don't sweat the small stuff. There's a lot bigger bigger problems than most of my problems. That's true. I think in in a lot of things, uh, that old saying of if it's not going to matter in five minutes or five years, you don't pay attention to it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So tell us what does the rest of 2022 look like for you? Are you doing some more writing, um, some shows, yeah, I'm actually, um, I was in the studio last weekend, um, just recorded a new song. Um, looks like it's kind of shaping up into another album. Maybe, probably not at the same pace. Um, Figments came together really quick. Well, it took about a year, but yeah, so I'm, I'm four songs in. So I'm writing, right now I'm writing about seven songs at one time, which is great and awesome. I love it. So I'm doing that. You know, I, I never rule out performing live. I, I used to do it a lot and I definitely enjoy it. Um, it. If, if the opportunity arose, you know, if it, if it's happening, yes, I, I love performing. It's, that would definitely be something I would, would do if, if the opportunity arose for sure. I'm so excited. I'm excited now to even hear the new music coming that you're working on. As, yeah, as from I, the writer perspective, I always get so excited because, you know, I write lyrics and, you know, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. And usually the collaborative event is where you usually bring out your best lyrics with someone else. But, you know, it's so much fun to hear the new stuff that comes out from everyone when they develop it from like, you know, they'll be like, oh, I have this idea about X. And then it comes out and it's like this whole big different thing than you expected that what they were telling you originally. So, yeah, it's always fun to, fun to see what the, you know, the end product looks like. And a lot of times, you know, it starts with a lyric you know, it'll, it'll start with a, a, just a blurb. And then sometimes it it goes in that same direction. And then sometimes it's something, you know, totally different. I think the, the writing I'm doing now is, it seems like it's, um, it's going in a, a stronger direction, like, you know, a more, um, I wouldn't say darker, but, you know, I'm definitely, um, listening to more of those like Tori Amos kind of influences, you know, Led Zeppelin's always an influence, but I'm trying to kind of draw on, um, on some more of those deeper kind of influences for this. That's how it seems to be shaping up right now. Wonderful. 
Wonderful. And if you all haven't went out and listened to Figment yet, you can go check Bandcamp, Spotify. It's on all the major platforms, right? Yes. Yep. I'm on all of them. So yes, please listen. I, I would really appreciate um, a follow or a listen or um, a, a word of encouragement would be awesome. And we'll have the links in the uh, descriptions. So you can all check out the links there. Go straight to uh, Tracy's pages. So it's been a pleasure having you on today. Same here. It's been a blast. It went by so fast. I can't believe it's it's at an end. But yes, thank you again so much for this opportunity. It, it was it was a really a fun, fun few minutes to spend with you. I appreciate it. My pleasure. And you're welcome back anytime. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thanks. And thank you everyone for joining us for another episode. Have a wonderful day. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you friends for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.